Good morning, kings and queens, princesses and prince. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We're still on our eighth fruit of the Spirit, which is self-control. And as we look at the eighth fruit of self-control, let us think about the subject, when we're with God, real righteousness. I should say that's real righteousness when we're with God. The the scripture that I'm using for focus is coming from James chapter 1 verses 2 and 3. James chapter 1 verses 2 and 3. And it reads, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance may the lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word amen now i can allow this we say things like i can't allow this to make me weak or I can use it, whatever the it is, to find purpose in God to make me stronger. Those are two things we say, I cannot allow this to make me weak. Or we say, I can use it, whatever it is, to find purpose in God to make me stronger. It is one thing to live in total, total darkness. We're, we're seeing, acknowledging, and um, listening. We're not listening to God, the triune God. We're not seeing God. We're not acknowledging God. And we're not listening to God. And it's another thing to live in total darkness and light is present. That is, we see, we acknowledge, and we listen to the triune God. Between the two, there is a difference 100%. Think about this before you move on. Before we move on in this. Okay. If we can praise God holding our heads up high, thinking healthy thoughts, and doing our absolute best, to self and towards others we are absolute bad i mean like michael jackson says you're bad in jesus name the footprints in the sand has carried us all the way through our stuff what the world meant for harm whoever sent set that up for our blind for us to be blindsided and having an intent of bad god saw that beyond anything we could see we would see, be able to see and know but this has 100 this but he has this 100 percent. so what i'm saying is that whatever somebody did to try to set you up god had that and he took care of it and there are a lot of things that happen that try, that attempt to happen to us that that we absolutely miss and that is god Remember, growth occurs at night and in manure. That is, dookie, cow dookie, and so on. Horse dookie. It 
growth occurs in at nighttime and in manure and also the three important food groups that we must have needs this vegetation that is grain vegetables and fruit the best thing someone can say to us is to be mentally spiritually and physically strong just be mentally spiritually and physically strong Another best thing someone can say to us is to go with God. Just go with God. In the passage that we have for focus, there's a word called joy. That is not naive happiness. We must know that. That is not naive happiness. The Bible refers to joy as contentment in Christ above all else. Another word that's that's in the scripture, steadfastness. That carries similar connotations. It means to be com- confidently rooted in Christ. In other words, it means that all of our confidence comes from belonging to Him, not dependent on our own efforts or resources. Another word that is in this scripture <coughs> is faith. Faith is believing that the promises of God that we cannot yet see or feel as reality will someday come true because he said so so i have a question to ask how do you move from death how do you move from death we're not talking about somebody that has died we're talking about your death the death that you cause upon yourself people places and things have gone but we crave and act as if they are the same. Have you been to someone's house and someone has died and you come and you, and let's say they died maybe five, ten years ago and the house looks the same, the same furniture, the same wallpaper, the same curtains, the same everything. They're still stuck in some phase of that person's death. We stay stuck in, in complacency too. We want to we want better and better. When God gives it to us, it's different than what the world presents, and fear begins to set in. That is called the unknown, a wilderness, because we're dealing with something that we don't know about. From slavery to now, we as black people, God has been with us. So why would he drop us off right now? The world will drop us. The world will isolate us. The world will put us down. The world will tell us untruths and block us and put dead ends and cut off and stick of briars and weeds to pollute, disease, and rot us. So there is no growth in us. But God is faithful to everyone and everything in his promises. He is our bridge over, under, around, and through our bridge over troubled, muddied waters. It's tough to move from worldly veil in mind, body, and inner spirit. But God is faithful. We need to move on. We asked and God gave us favor, the desires of our inner spirit. God has a bigger plan in place for us every day. We will not see everything all at once, but God's will is done. God's will is covered 
and, and we just have to trust the process. Remember this scripture, Isaiah 41 verse 10. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Remember Isaiah 26 verse 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Remember John chapter 16 verse 33. I have told you these things so that in me you will have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Remember this scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 and 10. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that God's power may rest in me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in your persecutions, in difficulties. I delight in that. That's what Christ says for us. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Let us remember Isaiah chapter 30, verse 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So everyone, I just want to say, cheating is a weakness. It's no self-control. Wavering is a weakness. No self-control. Not following God is a weakness. No self-control. Isolation is a weakness. No self-control. If God isn't in it, that is a weakness. No self-control. James chapter 1 verse 2 and 3 tells us to consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And also let us think of James chapter 4 verse 7, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And one last thing, Satan loves for people to believe that because it leaves or something leaves them powerless, that it's against them. But those who truly believe God and his word to us will have no choice but to lay down their lives to God and for him. We must surrender to God. That is the path of life everlasting. In the verses, the prior verses of James that we read about as our focus scripture, it spelled out how Christian readers had been living lives of worldly self-reliance, as many of us do at times. They had committed themselves to getting what they wanted at all costs. Even to the point of fighting with each other, they believed God, but they refused to trust Him 
to provide good for them and to accept that he was still providing good when he withheld what they wanted most. God sees this as adultery, cheating on him with the world. He takes it to it he takes it personally. He opposes us in our pride when we live that way, but he doesn't reject us. The world will reject you, but not God. He doesn't reject us. In the previous verse, James wrote that God gives more grace. He gives grace to the humble. So how should we respond when we realize that we've been on the world's path again? It happens because we are falling, but we rise through Christ. This verse reveals that the beginning of James's answer, just submit to God again. Give up getting what you want and willingly receive all the good God gives. We must surrender our battles. We have to handle, surrender all of our battles to achieve our own desires and turn to serve others instead. And finally, we must resist the devil. In chapter 3 of James, the book of James, it revealed that this worldly wisdom we've been following is, in part, from the devil, God's enemy. Satan has been instrumental in engineering the system of self-service from the very beginning of human history. James's promise is very, very clear. If we quit the path of the world and resist the devil, he will run away from us. But we must resist. Resistance requires us to actively pull away. That is something very active. Faith without works is dead. It demands us to continually counter his lies by telling ourselves the truth, listening to the truth, and seeing the truth about our God's goodness, love, and power. The devil won't remain in the presence of our submission to the truth of God's word. So today on july 21 or whenever you are listening to this rise today submit yourselves to the one true god and fight against the devil and his schemes if you do he will run away in failure we will get free from a dangerous or confining situation without failure have a blessed and beautiful day in the Lord. Forgive yourselves, forgive others, love yourself, love others, and keep the fruit of the spirits close to your spirit, inner spirit. Amen.